Let's go! Dermot and Dave. <laughs> now, it will be very hard not to feel inspired once you meet our next guest. Dundalk grandmother Colette O'Hagan has run... Well, just the 900 marathons <laughs> since she first started running and there seems to be no stopping her. Good morning, Colette. How are you? What's the clock with this anyway? Listen. Well, we find you very inspiring. When was the first marathon you ever run? Ran. Um, for, the first marathon I ever ran was Dublin City Marathon in 1990. No, like, so see, it's around about 30 years ago. Mm. But, uh, yeah, when I started running, it was only Dublin and Belfast in Ireland. And that continued on for, oh, I'd say five or six years, two hours in, in Ireland in the year. But Colette, when I saw the numbers involved in your achievements here, and I hear that yeah. over the weekend you ran your 900th marathon, I assumed that you started running these in about 1875, because how the <laughs> hell, how the hell have you fit them all in just since the 90s? Well, uh, the last couple of years, I would reckon I'm averaging around 100 a year. 100 marathons a year, yeah, Colette? Yeah, I would, because last year I did my 800, and uh, <laughs> it's just slightly over a year now. But, but hang on, uh, that's two a week. Yeah. Well, it kind of doesn't, it, yeah, yeah, I'm practically running every weekend, now I do have the odd holiday, now Sometimes, like, it's two a week, but there's times I do 10 and 10, and uh, this, this this year alone, 10 and 10, 12 and 12. That's like 10 martins, 10 days, sure. 12 martins. And that's how the numbers actually uh, seem yeah. to add up, and it kind of uh, accumulates that way. But you know listen, what I mean? doing 100 martins in a year, it's just <laughs> a ridiculous uh, achievement for anybody of any age. But tell everybody listening what age you are. Well, I'm actually 73 now. 73. So in your yeah. 72nd to your 73rd year. 73rd. You... I'd be 74 later on in the year. So you... it is, yeah. You ran 100 marathons in your 73rd year. Yeah, absolutely. More <laughs> that is so yeah. amazing. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, I don't take it for granted, to be honest with you. And as I said, I never take a marathon as a given. People that might see me on the start line and say, oh, this is easy for you, Colette. And I'm going, no, it's mm. not easy. It's never easy. Nobody knows what's ahead of you. And how are your joints? How are your knees? Uh, you know, I, I, this is, I'm, I'm not messing out here when I say this. I don't have a nick or a pain in my joints, my knees, my hips, nothing. And do you think and that's because of the running or in spite do. of the running? No, I think it is because of the running and because I am uh, running so much as in running every weekend and stuff like that, I think my body has adapted to it. Mm. And I'm not like a fast runner. I'm, not, I'm, I'm kind of middle of the road, back of the pack runner. So I would be taking it less stressful than maybe the people at the top who are always the age of trying to win it or go for really super times, which is fine. I've done all that now. Do you think you eat any differently to other people? Oh, don't talk to me about diet. People say, what do you eat? And I say, well, I'm very simple diet. I don't really go in for a lot of the stuff. like Because I ran in the era when there was no such thing as sports gels, yeah. protein drinks, all that. They, were, they didn't exist. And we ran and we basically just had water. And if you were lucky, you'd get a bit of a Mars bar. Or, now, I mean a bit of a Mars bar to be cut off. <laughs> bananas would even be cut off. And we got on with that. So I, I feel uh, if it worked for me way back then, it's still working for me now. Mm. And what inspired so, the very first marathon back in 1990? Well, it was a hobby, so I think he's probably regretting it now. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost you to 900 yeah, more, I'd say he is, yeah. I should never have taken her out that day. But he took me out once for a run, and I joke, I'm not joking you when I tell you this. I absolutely hated it. I didn't <laughs> like it at all. <laughs> then, the thing was, he kept taking me out and taking me out, and um, I eventually um, got... Um, 
the hang of it and then I started passing him. Yeah. Right. And he said, oh, that's it, you're on your own. He's not actually regretting it. He's actually the, one of the best because he really does encourage me and um, he's, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't fault him in any way. Mm. You know, like, um, being a female in particular, you um, get to a stage where maybe they, they don't want your, the, the wife going off running every weekend, stuff like that. He's never been like that. He's always been encouraging and uh, telling me, like, when are you going out again? And my whole family are brilliant. I'm sort of gotten a bit more freedom than when I was, uh, when I started eight years ago. Mm. And, like, we have a family. We've got um, five kids, ten grandkids, and we've fostered over 80 kids. So yeah, hang on, you can't, you can't just throw that into the conversation and move quickly past it, Colette. You've fostered 80 children over yeah, your lives. Yeah, yeah. Our house is always called, I always said, our house is an open door swinging door, you know, the revolving door. <laughs> it was never closed. So um, we were that kind of a family that we, you know, we dedicated our lives looking after the children and we had our own lovely five kids and um, we've now ten lovely grandkids who so are really happy. And <clears throat> now we're not uh, currently fostering, you know, but we are still involved mm. in a sense, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But, sure, you've, yeah, made, you've yeah. made a difference in, in the lives of over yeah, 80 made, kids. Yeah. Yeah, and they, those, a lot of those kids still keep in touch with us, and we've been to weddings and con- christenings and stuff wow. like that, belonging to the kids. So it's, it is wonderful. It's, it was a good life. Now, I have to say, um, running's challenging, and so is fostering. And do you, you think, the, Colette, that's why you run? Is it, think, is it because yeah. of the challenge? Is it because you get, uh, you know, restless if you're not running a marathon? Um, but, is it because you like to constantly push yourself? Is it the, how you feel after you've completed it? What is it, do you think? Well, it's a, it's a bit of everything you said there. Like, it is a bit of the challenge. It is a bit of maybe pushing your limits or maybe uh, seeing how far you can go. And, like, that would be uh, happen maybe in a 24-hour and 48 hours where you're on your feet. All those, like, you're you're not go to bed and go mm. to sleep at night you're, you're still running so uh, the, I think the challenge is there and you want to just test yourself and see how far you can go how many miles you can get in you have mm. to have focus determination and uh, stuff like that and a good tenacity but nothing phases you I was running on uh, Saturday night in the dark I had a, a night marathon last Saturday night and it was absolutely lashing rain so I could see nothing only the ground in front of me with my little torch and there was nobody around me as such because I couldn't see anybody in front or behind me because all you can see maybe is a little light of another runner. And, like, it was amazing. I just said to myself, I'm here. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Get on with it. You asked to do this. Nobody asked you to do it. So I was actually there and I said, get on with it, girls. You know, and I did. I just kept wow. going. Wow. Mm. You know, so and- that kind of thing is in me, you know, to keep going. When you look at people of a similar age or people in their 70s that you know, friends or uh, people, you know, that you've come across, do you think you're different to them? Or, you know, do you think the mindset of, of people in their 70s, maybe people can talk themselves into into old age before it's necessary? Absolutely, yeah. A lot of people say, oh, gosh, I'd love to do that, but I'm too old. Well, I always say, you're never too old. If you really, really want to do something, at least give it a try. You know, if you try and it doesn't work for you, well, that's not fair enough. At least you mm. try. But never, ever put your age as something you can't do. It It doesn't matter, particularly with running. I know runners now and they're in their 80s and 90s and still running. Yeah, I think the worst thing I could do now is stop. I was going to ask you, when do you think you ever might stop? I mean, will you run well, until you just can't anymore? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because uh, it's going to happen. It will happen. Something will happen I will, uh, and it will stop. 
but I don't know when, and it won't be me that'll want to stop it. It yes. either be a little health issue, or I could maybe get injured, or something like that. I think they'll actually have to tie you to the bed eventually to stop <laughs> you doing it. Cause She'll drag the bed <laughs> with her, I guarantee it. <laughs> did we hear that you actually ran in a boot when you were injured? I did, yeah, I did. And I tell you what, that I, I remember standing on the start line, and I see just bare crotches and a boot, and there was runners looking at me, and they're going, you're not running this, are you? And I'm going, yeah, well, I'm not going to actually run in it, like, because the boot's going to keep me from running, but yeah. I'm going to definitely walk it. <laughs> and I walked as fast as I could, and it was just a quadruton up in Donegal, which is one of the hardest routes you can get. Right. And you've been up that mammal gap, and the boot and the crutch, it's, oh, my God, you know what hurt me more? My bloody arms, because I was <laughs> holding on to the crutches. The crutches, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you are an absolute inspiration to everybody listening to you today. Thank you uh, so no, much for joining I, us. I listen, I appreciate having me on. No, Thank no, so come much. here. And we'll get you back on when you're close to the, when you do, when you're doing the 999th. Give us a buzz. We'll talk to you for the 1,000th. I will when I'm on the 999. Yeah, all right. All right, mind yourself. Thanks, Claire. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m. Today.